And the Scottsboro team now will come in through a big banner with a cloud of steam down on the far left. And they're in their all-black uniforms with the white numerals and the black helmets. So Scottsboro led down the field by their cheerleading squad before a, well, really not a very impressive crowd from Scottsboro. You'd think really they'd have more people. I think Fort Payne's stands look almost full from our view. Yeah, I'd, I'd say you're exactly right, Roger. I wouldn't wouldn't doubt if Fort Payne has as many, if not just a little bit more than Scottsboro looking across the way. Yeah, that's one thing that Cat fans do. They follow the team. Mm -hmm. Then you tack on all those folks at home are having the privilege of listening and watching their game through Fort Payne TV. <laughs> yeah, we can't we can't say enough say enough good things about uh, Mr. Steve Black and his Fort Payne or FPTV team and the uh, young students at the high school that uh, help this production every week. They do a fantastic job, and it makes it a lot easier on our end just to show up and sit down. They have everything shown up. <laughs> yeah, let me mention this. Well, I, I got a say. chance. Uh, Coaching uh, the Twin City Auto Coaches Show, we're going to have we're going to do it on next Tuesday at the Bonfire. So we're going to be live. So come awesome. on up. We'll be on the field, and you can get on TV probably. And uh, if you want to set it home, you can watch it. I've got a good face for uh, radio, Roger. I may just uh, <laughs> stay away from the TV. So we're set for the kickoff. Fort Payne will be going from our left to our right as they reverse the ends of the field after coming on, and they'll put a toe. Little dribbler going to take a hop. Fort Payne's going to pick it up inside the 30, coming to the near side. Now breaks it outside, has the sideline all the way out to past the 40 to about the 40, looks like the 43-yard line, where Fort Payne will have great field position to start from their own 43. And just by looking at the body motion, the way the cats are running around out there, they look pretty charged up. And rightfully slow, uh, rightfully so, Roger. I hope I not rightfully yeah, slow. slow. Yeah, I, I agree with it, right, rightfully so, but uh, coming off a big win against Etowah last week. So, J.D. is under center, man in motion, but they're going to hand it to Hunter right up the middle. Tucks it, spins inside the 50, the 45, down to the 42-yard line. Man from the 42 of Fort Payne to the 42 of Scottsboro by Hunter Love on his first carry of the evening. Well, they're going to mark it back out around the 43-yard line. Still a big run for Hunter. Fort Payne working quickly. J.D. now back in the shotgun. Going to take the snap, looking to throw. Throws to the near sideline, streaking down the sideline, fighting for it. Flag comes out. Now, that was a tussle between both of them. Now, who's it going to be called on, Brett? It looked, it looked like Scottsboro, uh, looked like he got a hand on him first. I think that's when the flag was actually thrown. And uh, it's unfortunate because he was really wide open. Ball was a little bit underthrown. But. Nevertheless, I, th I think they'll march it off against Scottsboro. Yep, it will be against Scottsboro. Had a good opportunity to go to uh, Cam Thomas early, and he'd had a chance to take that one in as he was being on single coverage. And Coach mentioned on the show Wednesday, if they ever catch Cam in single coverage, look for him to go to it. So now they'll set the ball down at the... It's like the 27-yard line. They've got him isolated again. But they're going to hand off to Hunter, and he's not finding very much running room there as they were kind of waiting on him. Get, make, get down to the 27-yard line. A gain of about one. to be second down and nine. And again, Fort Payne in a hurry. J.D. under center. Runner motion to the near side, going to fake, going to hunt to Hunter. He's going to spin again. This time they had him by the ankles and nothing there. 
He might have picked up a half a yard. It's going to be second and a long nine. And, again, we seem to, you know, we never press or get outside the box unless we have our backs against the wall a little bit. This first drive, we're probably going to be pretty conservative, you know, with that big run. When seeing Hunter pick that, have that big pickup, it's hard not to call his number against these guys. Certainly already in field goal distance as from the shotgun. J.D. throws to the left side, and it simply led his runner to his cam again on that left side. I believe that was cam. Out of bounds, and Fort Payne will send in Alex, and he'll attempt the field goal. Should be somewhere around a 44-yard field goal as the line of scrimmage is the 27. They'll place it down almost on the 35, so we're going to give it a 45-yard a attempt here. Alex, and he was hitting them well in warm-ups. So the 45-yard field goal attempt from Alex McPherson. Good snap, good hole, kick is up. It's got the distance. Let's see, is it through there? It is good. Not a problem. That one could have been in from 60. Good job, Alex, and Fort Payne takes the lead, 3 to nothing, with 10-24 to go here in the first quarter. So an impressive start, Scott, for Fort Payne taking the ball and getting points on the first possession. Absolutely, Roger. You can never complain about that. You know, Hunter Love with a great first run on the first play of the game from uh, scrimmage. And after that, Fort Payne's offense sputtered just a little bit. But, again, Alex McPherson comes in and kicks a 45-yard or a 44-yard field goal. Like you said, it looks like it could have been good from 60. Uh, the start, I'm sure we'd love to coach and the team would like to add a touchdown. But, anyway, we get points on the board. And they're in the lead as Scottsboro will retake the field. And we'll get to see Scottsboro their first time on offense. Jacob Manning, a senior, 5'8", 200-pounder, will be their quarterback. They'll rely on the, from the running back position, Jarvis Branford. He's also a senior, 6'175", and Branford's been around a long time, and he's a really good runner. Hopefully we won't get to see, Roger. Hopefully that McPherson will kick it all the way through the end zone, and again, he does. Yep. No chance of returns. That ball goes all the way through the back of the end zone. Well, the first thing it hit was asphalt. That's exactly right. <laughs> so they'll bring it out to the 20-yard line, and Scottsboro will now have it first and 10 as they trail. Three to nothing. 10-24 remaining here in the first quarter. Scottsboro looks like they've got some pretty big guys on that line of scrimmage out there. they got – looks like more bulk than height, though. So we have Manning and Branford in the backfield. Now they had another person set back in the backfield too. They're going to take it, going to do an option play, going to toss it. The guy has it. Branford has it. Going to pick up decent yards as he's knocked out of bounds. Somewhere around the 30, it'll mark it at the 20, almost the 29-yard line. We'll call it the 28. So an eight-yard pickup for Branford on the option play. You know, the options, it's its hard to defend anyway. And we've, what we've seen, maybe one or two teams in the last three years that run it. And if you run it effective at, at any uh, uh, level, it's hard to defend. So expect to see some good things out of that. Manning sends a runner in motion across. Going to hand off to the running crossing guy. He's going to have the first down. That was number five, the wide receiver, Gavin McCrary. He's a junior, 5'10", 170. So Scottsboro is going to pick up a first down on their opening drive. They put the ball down at the 33-yard line, first and 10.
this time it's just Manning and Branford in the backfield. Caleb Dupree to the near side at wide receiver. Manning takes it, going to hand off, or going to keep it himself. And go right up the middle, and he picks up pretty good yardage on the carry. They're going to mark the ball at the 30, it's not the 37, maybe the, we'll call it the 38-yard line. So a gain of six. It'll be second down, and, well, it looks like according to the yardage marker on the sideline, second and about five. Once again, Kalem Dupree is in the backfield. And, again, it's going to be a run to the right on the option. Quarterback's going to keep it. He's going to be a little short, I think, of the first down is Jacob Manning, but he's going to be right there at it. His knee went down just short, I think. They're going to say he's a, a yard and a half, maybe. Not close enough to have to measure. Now they step it up even a little more, so more like a half yard. Went ahead and gave him the first down. Yeah, right? they're going to signal it forward and give him the first. Okay. So first and ten after the first yard pickup on the keeper by Manning. Fort Payne's going to jump off sides, give them five yards to Scottsboro. So that'll put it out to the 48-yard line. Scottsboro's on near the 48. You don't need to give them anything. They'll so far, they're doing a good job on their own of moving the ball. So that makes it first and now five to go. Scottsboro yet to put the ball in the air. Triple receivers over to the near side. As Manning drops back into the shotgun. Now they're going to send a runner in motion. Going to fake it and going to hand off to the motion man. He's going to find running room and he's going to have the first down, I believe, by about half a yard. That was uh, Gavin McCrary again went in motion. And he'll pick up that first down by about a half yard. They move the ball all the way down to the Fort Payne 46-yard line, where it'll be first and 10. Eight minutes to go here in the first quarter. Fort Payne up three to nothing. You know, Roger, I noticed Manning, he's, he's, he does a real good job with that option. And also, he's got more of a running back build, more like a fullback. So when he gets outside that uh, or in that linebacker territory, he's bigger than most of our secondary as far as thickness. He's a good-looking, uh, strong kid. McCrary joins them in the backfield. They're going to hand off to Branford. Got an opening for Payne's last guy that could have stopped and made the tackle down around the 33-yard line. That was a, Will Abbott. Yep, if it hadn't been for Will, he was long gone. And it's another first down for the Wildcats, so they're just moving right down the field. Scottsboro are doing a really good job of changing things up. They're running off tackle, running, running the veer a little bit. Uh, they've yet to – have they thrown yet? No. No, yet to throw. Hadn't had to throw, but mm -hmm. uh, mixing things up. The backfield, uh, probably if you're defensively for Fort Payne, looks a little confusing back there. They're doing a lot of misdirection. From the 33-yard line. Branford goes out right to go hit, throw a little flare. He makes the grab. Fort Payne has a cover guy right there and makes the tackle. Pick up some positive yardage, though, before Darwin Camp can bring him down. Going to pick up about two, maybe three. 
And it'll be second down and a long, uh, well, yeah, short set seven, I guess, for the first down. So Scottsboro chewing up a little bit of clock and moving it down the field. So second down and seven. Uh, Scottsboro, they're doing a good job of mixing up their plays, taking a page from Fort Payne. Manning with a snap, going to hand it off to Branford, going off to the right, and he's going to be hit short of the first down, down to the 25-yard line, pickup of seven. Those customers have been very productive on that play. It looks to be a speed sweep, you know, from our angle. Looks to be, but then he's cutting. He's running off tackle. He's cutting it upfield quick inside, probably the defensive end, if it, uh, if you will, and uh, very productive. I think they've picked up five to ten yards every time they've mm -hmm. run that particular play. It's a third down and one now for a Scottsboro possession down for the Wildcats. And they're going to be a quarterback that's going to run it right up the middle, and I think he's going to have his first down as he goes through the initial line of scrimmage down to the 21-yard line. He only needed the 23, so a pickup of another first down from Scottsboro. I don't know if I recall in any of our games so far that we've had anybody without the benefit of big plays just go piece by piece down the field against us like this. Yeah, Roger, I think uh – over the last few years, we've seen Fort Payne a couple of times get, give up some yardage in the first drive, and they hold strong down around the goal line. Don't don't give up a whole lot of points, and hopefully that's going to be the case in this drive. So the ball is at the 21, first and 10. Manning again with a snap, going to hand off to Branford. Couldn't find nothing up the middle. Spins around, gets inside down to the 18-yard line. He wanted to come outside and get to the corner before Payne cut him off after a yard, uh, two-yard game. So it'll be second down and eight. You know, we talked about throwing, Rog. I think they've thrown one pass now. We've kind of seen why with this Manning, like we described him as more of a running back, they're setting up more in a wildcat formation, and he's either handing, giving, or whatnot. But uh, looks like more two to three running backs in the backfield most of the time. Branford to Manning's right. Going to run that option right, and Manning's going to cut it up the middle. Has a wide opening down to the 10-yard line. Man, he just darted right up the middle. Looks like he was going to go outside with the pitch guy and then cut it right up really in the middle. Nice. That's, really that's nice. exactly what happened, Roger. It looks like he's going he's, he's going to go go uh, outside with the pitch, and the whole defense shifts that way, and it opens up the middle, and he cuts it right up the middle for a nice, nice game. So first and goal to go from the 10-yard line for the Scottsboro Wildcats. Inside five minutes to go here in the first quarter, and Fort Payne's up three to nothing, but that lead is definitely in jeopardy, the way they're moving the ball. Now we have four in the backfield with Manning set for the snap. Now they're going to look over to the sideline, change the play. Defense going to have to step it up, another option in the backfield. And there's going to be a whistle, and did the clock run out? I think they delay a game. The game clock's... Delay a game? Scottsboro. Yeah. Play clock was already reset back to 40 seconds, Roger. Yep. Yes. Well, you'd think somebody on the sideline would have caught that and called the timeout before they get – because five yards could be a big deal down here. Pushes it back out, Scott, to the 15. Yeah, yeah, he's still Roger. Actually, uh, Fort Payne defensive player actually jumps into the neutral zone. Uh, Scottsboro wasn't ready, didn't snap the ball, and, uh, of course, the defender made no contact. There was no flag called 
Uh, very surprising to see Scottsboro not call a timeout and just take a delay game penalty. Now they're having a big discussion as they do blow the clock stop now, and the teams were lining up to run the next play till the officials stopped the clock, and they're having a little discussion. I think they're going to put some time maybe back on the clock. Back to 4-12. I think they put a little too much. Put a minute back on. Yeah, up to 412. Hmm, don't get that. But anyway, I don't get a lot of things. And the clock starts at the 15. First and goal now from the 15-yard line. So the Cats, Fort Payne Cats, maybe a little better chance on defense to stop them. But they go back to that four-man backfield. And might have moved. They didn't call it. Quarterback's going to keep it around the end. Touch it. Runs for it. Down near the goal line at the one-yard line. Man, everybody went for the other three guys, and he just kept the ball and darted inside again. Somebody's going to have to fill in that inside cut. Yeah, just another great play by Manning that time. The quarterback, Roger, on another just, – it's just a read option again, and he elects to uh, not hand it off and keeps it. And uh, the defense went with the running back that time and uh, opened up this weak side or near side for uh, Manning to pick up a nice game and bring it all the way down the two-yard line. So first and go from the one-yard line. And expect Branford. Nope, Manning's just going to keep it again. Darts in. Touchdown, Scottsboro. Well, he just followed Branford's uh, block and right into the end zone. No trouble on that one. So Scottsboro takes the lead with 316 here in the first quarter. They can put on the extra point to go up seven to three. You know, Manning, again, he's got that size. So for, for the smaller guys that can break down on him, that can get a hand on him, he, he, he possibly can run over. But the bigger guys, he's got the speed to outrun or out quick or maneuver. But he's, he's a really good – he's more of a wildcat back than he is a quarterback, I think. I think that's why I've seen one throw. And the extra point is good. So with 316 to go in the first quarter, Scottsboro now leads seven to three. And uh, whew, they just methodically went Scott down the field, Brett. Yeah, and, and when you and when we keep talking about how many passes they threw or how many they didn't throw, or I, I keep, why do you do it when you drive 80 yards? I mean, they, yeah, they no drove down throw. the field, and they kept us guessing, too. And they're, they're giving us a lot of different looks from what I've seen. I'm not dissecting, but the backfield, we had that four-man backfield, then we got the single back wildcat, and then we're, we're running the option, we're running the speed and the jet and all that. They've, they've run more plays. <laughs> than most things we've seen in the, in, in the in a whole game in this first series. Yeah, they've had everything in Latin, from empty backfield to, like you said, the four-man. And that's giving Fort Payne's defense a lot to think about. So we'll get the ball back for our second opportunity. The first time we were able to come up with a 45-yard field goal from Alex. Now Scottsboro taking the lead, and let's see if we can take it back. And really, you have to say the – the thing that really got us those three points was Hunter's Love's initial run when he picked up 20-something yards. Without that, we might not have had those three points. Again, the short kick fielded inside the 30, going to the left side, going to not make it quite out to the 40-yard line, maybe to the 38. Well, that works for them pretty good, doesn't it? You know, we've got other weapons, but what happens if, if Scottsboro sits down and discusses this week that, you know, the only thing we're – what we're going to do is we're not going to let two beat us. And then if you start putting the men in the box and shutting him down, then, and then that makes us possibly get outside of, you know, our comfort zone. And sometimes we're better there. But 
J.D. fakes the handoff, going to throw on the run. Has receiver wide open, but he underthrew it. No, almost intercepted. Thank goodness. I don't know how number six for Scottsboro didn't intercept that one. He went up and extended his arms and just kind of brought it down hard against the ground. J.D. just didn't have enough air under that one. Yeah, J.D. rose out this near side, and uh, it, he's got, got the man open, but when he throws it, it kind of just dies in the air, yep. and I think it threw everybody's timing off. Both guys are in the – both receivers are in the air. So second down and 10. This time they are going to get to Hunter. He's going to cut left, breaks a tackle. Has the first down still going out to midfield, maybe down to the 49-yard line of Scottsboro. Good old reliable Hunter Love. The guys on that last pass of Blaylock as we rolled him out on play action here to this near side. He's, he's trying to throw it on the run. It's almost like the football slipped out of his hands. Didn't have the nice tight spiral like we're accustomed to seeing with J.D. Again, going to hand it to Hunter. This time he's coming to the right side, finding a little running room, still pushing forward. There was a lot of hitting right there, Brett, on both sides. Somebody <laughs> came from the safety position, I think. A missile. Yeah, you don't get to see you don't get to see Hunter Love get stood up that Woo. too often. But that time, uh, I don't know if he was already kind of stopped. But somebody came in and just kind of fin finished him off. But a ni nice hit from the Scottsboro defense. Down to the 43-yard line. We'll be second down now in four for Fort Payne. They're marching from our left to our right. JD's under center. Sends runner in motion, going to fake it, going to hand off to Hunter again, just lowers his head and drives forward. And let's see, I think he's going to be up. He's going to be a little short of the first down. At least the official from this side runs in is going to mark it down at the 41-yard line. So it's going to be a long two here on third down. A big third down play here for the Cats. They need two to keep this drive going down at the 41-yard line of the Scottsboro Cats. There, they're offsides. Let's give us a first down. The guy right over the center just came over and visited a little bit. He did, Roger. Scottsboro may have been a little bit confused as we saw that same uh, formation we saw Fort Payne run last week against Edwall. We had Cam 15 yards back behind the line of scrimmage over on the far side of the field on the on the far hash lined up. And... Uh, I don't know if that had something to do with it or not, but Scottsboro definitely jumped off sides and give Fort Payne an easy first down. Coach may have been using it for a decoy this time because he's told me Wednesday he didn't know if he'd even use it again, so probably a decoy. Fell Fort Payne with a first down at the 36. J.D. again coming to the sideline, airing it out, has receiver over, caught in zone, touchdown! Fort Payne comes back and answers with a big touchdown to big number 82 again. He's always there when you need him, isn't he? Cam Thomas. And again, Roger, they're going to have Cam one-on-one -on -one out here on the outside, or on, on, our, on our near side, and that play's been open two or three times tonight, and unfortunately, J.D. just hasn't been able to get it to him. At that time, it throws a beautiful spiral, nice high pass. It just gives Cam a chance just to run right underneath it. It's just perfect, about all you can say that's about that. That's exactly right. So Fort Payne retakes the lead. The extra point will make it a three-point game, 10 to seven, with 110 to go. Low snap, but the hold's there. The kick is up, and it is drilled. So with 110 to go here in the first quarter, Fort Payne answers back with a touchdown drive of their own, and it's 10-7 cats. Fort Payne cats. Too many cats on the field, aren't they? At least I won't forget the other team's mascot this week. So well, that's good. right. You know, they'll say the only good cat is not a Scottsboro cat. 
So. Or they call them bear cats. Yeah, those bear cats. Yeah, we were talking about injuries early on, Roger. I remember going up to Coleman, I think it was maybe three three years ago, or four, maybe even four years ago now we went to Coleman and lost, I think, four or five guys to injury yeah. on one, uh, one possession. Yeah, that wasn't a very good night. Remember, the weather was horrible, too, that night. Rain, rainy and cold. Yeah, it was terrible. I was sitting in the concession stand doing the game. I don't yeah, remember. <laughs> it was. I don't think Britt and I could get up there. Weren't we supposed to call outside, I think? I can't, I can't remember. <laughs> I was in line. Get <laughs> <laughs> your fifth piece of slice of pizza. Okay, Alex will set it down on the 40-yard line, put a big right foot into it. Oh, he's going to do an onside kick, Fort Payne. If they can get on it, they got it. It went definitely went 10, and it's Fort Payne ball. Beautiful. And Scottsboro just did not react to it they look like the atlanta falcons uh well it was i think it caught everybody off guard roger i mean Fort Payne's up 10 to 7 in this football game and it's early or early in the football games late in the first quarter but with a kicker like mcpherson in that scenario that's the last thing you're looking for so what's a better call uh by coach Evermore there and cooking onside kick they're thinking alice is going to kick it in the back of the end zone and uh, they're going to get the football at the 25 yard line so hunter is deep in the fort Payne backfield they're going to hand it off to him. Tried to come right. They met him at the line of scrimmage, but he's still going to struggle forward for a couple. They're still kind of pulling and tugging on him, but then they help him up at the end. Going to give him close to two yards on the play. That time he tried to slant outside, and they rode him from the get-go that time. This could be the last play here in the first quarter. We're down to 40 seconds. J.D. again looks, wants to throw, wants to throw a little out. It's called on the right, left side, dancing around. Boyden tackles, gets free on that sideline. They finally get him down inside the 30-yard line. Was that Cam again? Yeah. Yeah, Cam, Cam catches over on the far side about the, I don't know, what, 31, 32-yard line. It's one on three, and he manages to a couple of tackles and pick up an extra three yards after the catch. Yeah, he's a step or two or getting by both of those yeah. guys. Down to the 28-yard line. First and 10 for Fort Payne. He's going to hand to Hunter. Hunter starts right, going to try to hurdle a couple of people. Not going to be much there, though. Nothing at the line of scrimmage that time for Hunter to work with. They'll send Camp in. Fort Payne does. Also going in for Fort Payne, number three, Ricky Adame. And that'll end the first quarter of play with Fort Payne holding a 10-7 lead. We'll be back in one minute. We are more than a hospital. We are a community. And we are there for you. Local care when you need it. For more information and specialties, visit DeKalbRegional.com.
Well, I think Coach decided the best way, guys, to keep Scottsboro from killing clock and scoring on us, just not let them have the ball after that homeside kick. Yeah, you know, if, if we got players playing both ways, too, like Scott said earlier, you know, that, that's going to wear and tear on them long. Again, they're going to hand the ball off this time. Uh, you know, he's going to keep it. J.D. keeps it inside down near the 20-yard line, right at the first down marker. Let's see. It's going to be close. Well, they're marking it back a little further than it looks from here. The angle's a little deceiving. It looks like third down and three. The ball at the 22-yard line. Quickly, they're going to get it hand to Hunter. Slants, goes, pushing, getting room. He may get that first down, with, and now he will with extra effort. His teammates came in there and helped shove him forward, and he's going to have the first down. I believe you could walk to the line of scrimmage as a quarterback and look across and say, Hunter's fixing to get it left tackle, and there would be no more people there when he got it than there is now. Unbelievable how, how strong he is. He's earning every yard. So first now from the 18-yard line, first and 10. Going to fake it, going to throw a little slant off. Cam has it, curls inside, wide open. They're trying to get him, get to get him. No, touchdown, Fort Payne. Nope, they're going to mark it on the one. Man, he spun and went forever. inch he could. Looked like he fell into the end zone, but they're going to say he was short. It's close. Yeah, beautifully designed play by Fort Payne. You're going to see him line up with three wide receivers to the far right-hand side, one to this near side. He's going to run it back on an yes. inside curl route. And Hunter set to the right, going to hand to Hunter. Hunter's going to lower his head, waiting for the call. Nope, doesn't get in. Well, you don't see him get stopped like that very often when he's about a yard to go and they stopped him at the goal line. Roger, we talked about it calling out this starting lineup on defense for uh, Scottsboro. They've got some size across that front line. They're stacking the box. Uh, Hunter's working for every yard he gets. They go back to Hunter, and this time the line surge is going to get him into the end zone. Touchdown, Hunter Love. Yep, that time the line really moved them off, and Hunter was able to power his way in. Fort Payne picks up another score. Cam Thomas drops off. A good job on that drive by Cam Thomas. Alex set to put on the extra point, put it on top of this. Last score. Kick is up, and the kick is good. So with 10.40 to go in the second quarter, Fort Payne now leads 17-7, a 10-point cat, wildcat, Fort Payne wildcat lead. I believe that's when we quit playing Wildcats. Yeah, you better leave Wildcats out of that run. I know. I'm going to have to drop the cat part. You know I can't see the scoreboard. <laughs> so you got me confused over here. Uh, I know. <laughs> we may have to stick with Scottsboro and Fort Payne. Have they always had that score? I mean, that scoreboard is fairly new. Yeah, it is. That's nice. It is. A lot of good. It's uh, nice. Looks like masonry work putting yeah, that scoreboard nice. together. It is nice. We're going to ha have to hang a mirror out, out the window for Brett so we can see the scoreboard down there, Roger. Yeah. Well, Fort Payne will kick it off again. Alex will put it at the 40-yard line. This time, let's see if he kicks it away. Think Scottsboro might think he could do it twice in a row? <laughs> Probably not. Okay, Alex approaches, and this time he'll kick it deep. 
into and out of the end zone. So bring it out to the 20, and Scottsboro will get another shot at it. Only the second time they've had possession. Is that not correct? And that, we're that is correct. a quarter and a few minutes into the second quarter. And only one possession for Scottsboro. I was worried about when they'd had that long drive, them dominating time of possession, but <laughs> looks like Fort Payne's done it. And Coach did say the other day he doesn't worry about time of possession. He'd, he'd rather have more uh, possessions and not worry so much about time of possession. So Manning will bring his team out with Jarvis Branford in the backfield with him. Also in the backfield, McCrary. Going to fake it, going to run, going to be forced up the middle. He's just going to have to keep the ball, and he just gets back to the 20. Might have got a yard. They'll say he got out to the 21-yard line. So if gain him one, it would be second down and nine. That time, a better job of playing that cut up. And forced him inside and brought him down. Manning again with Branford. Manning looks kind of short with Branford beside of him. Runner again goes across in motion to Pree. They're going to keep it again and tried to pitch it at the last minute and went down. I thought he was going to let that thing fly. A short gain again. Fort Payne's defense stepping it up on this possession. That defensive coaches had him under the tent while the offense was on the field, and apparently they've uh, done some good work. Yeah, sometimes, Roger, in practice all week, you prepare for, for something, and Scottsboro may come out and do something a little different than what Fort Payne has seen on film or uh, what they've been practicing all week. And uh, coaching staff give them some credit and these kids some credit for making some adjustments after that first possession for Scottsboro. Third down and eight for Scottsboro. Their first really third and long they faced. They have to be forced to throw it this time. Nope, they're going to hand it up the middle to Branford. Fort Payne's on top of him. Nothing there. Did a little pitch. I guess that would have probably went as a pass, Clay. And they stop him after not much of a gain. Maybe got to the 22-yard line. So, actually no gain on the play. And they're going to have to punt it away. And Cam Thomas will be back at around midfield for Fort Payne. Good field position, hopefully, ahead for the Cats. Yeah, the through two possessions, we've only seen Scottsboro throw one pass, and that was just a simple little swing pass out of the backfield. Um, Got to think they're going to have to throw it some eventually tonight. See what kind of punter they have. Well, he's going to dink it through there. Cam's going to watch it hit in front of him. It's just going to bounce up, and Scottsboro's going to cover it at the Fort Payne 45-yard line. You know, Roger, going back to the point of, of Scottsboro playing guys both ways, You've got a couple of it, – it, it's it's not a huge deal when you've got some of your defensive backs and backs switching in and out, but when you start getting big linemen like uh, Trees, he's 6'4", 6'5", 305, and he's playing both ways. So, uh, he stayed on the field pretty much 80, 90% of the time I see him back out there now, but he's also the right tackle offensively. Well, That's asking a lot well, from a guy that size. Well, even Branford, their yes, big running yeah. back playing yeah. both ways. So Fort Payne has it from their own 45-yard line, first and 10. J.D. sends Cam in motion. Going to fake it, do a reverse backwards, a little flip, nothing there. Little uh, play there trying to keep them off balance as they tried to get it to camp, and just no running room for Mr. Camp. 
Might have got a football length. Yeah, Fort Payne does a little trickery or a little bit different, maybe a double handoff, but uh, Scottsburg does a good job of just staying at home. So second, we'll still say second down and 10. As J.D. goes back to the shotgun, looks, throws. Off Sawyer Burt's hand. Sawyer, if it held on, that would have been close to the first down. It just goes off his hands. First time we've gone to Sawyer tonight. Sawyer had a big touchdown last week. Yeah, that was a that was a big momentum change. That, that touchdown was super important to that big part of the win last week for sure to Sawyer. So Sawyer, Sawyer now comes to the near side. J.D. looks, looks, getting pressure, going to throw towards Sawyer. Craig has the grab, and he's got the first down. Good job. Sawyer's going to pick up the first down by about two yards down to the 43-yard line. And not bad coverage on that, and J.D. just put it where it needed well to be. And Sawyer had good concentration and able to haul it in. So from the 43-yard line, first and 10 for Fort Payne, 7.34 to go, first half. Hunter again has it, looking for room, powering, but they got two or three or four on top of him that time after a short pickup. They're going to give him the 40. So we'll pick up uh, almost three. We'll give him three. Second down and seven. Fort Payne again quickly back to the line of scrimmage. Now they'll pull out of that and look over to the sideline again. J.D. looks, wants to throw, getting pressured, getting pushed out of the pocket, and he's going to be brought down. He wanted to go over on that right side. Looks like he wanted to throw it to uh, – Number three, Ricky Adame. Yeah, Ricky Adame, and Adame was covered by the time he got out of the pocket. It was too late. Was there a flag? Something's going on. Time stopped, and they're having a discussion, so may have been a flag on the play we didn't see. Refs are having a, some type of meeting at midfield, let me see. Oh, they're going to pick it I up. Picking it up. There was a flag, but they pick it up. So Fort Payne will lose back to the 44-yard line of Scottsboro. Where it'll be third down. I think the guy with the marker needs to move his three back. There you go, dude. Keep going back to where the ball is. No, you got to go back further. Go on. There you go. <laughs> So third and about 11, Yen wants to throw across the middle, has a receiver. Right now he breaks through. That's number six. He's at the 10, the 20 I mean, not the 10, but the 20 and down to the 15. Boy, I had him at the 10, then the 20. Yeah, boy, just a nice throw with up J.D. Blaylock that time to Connor Cash, and then Connor picking up some yards after the catch. Well, first time they'd gone to Connor tonight, and it paid off. When and if we throw early, we, JD's always real productive. If you get him in the pocket more than say two seconds, it's it's uh, receivers are running off into coverage and in or in the defense. But good job of JD. First and ten from the fourteen. Again, Hunter's got it. Goes outside, cuts inside, avoids a tackler, and he's going to be down to the one yard line. JD with a thirteen yard scamper puts it down at the one where it'll be first and goal. You know, I don't care if you're if you don't have one player. 
uh, playing both ways. When you've been on the, this defense, has been on the field the whole second quarter. I mean, and the Hunter just steps into the end zone. Touchdown, Hunter Love. Hunter's second touchdown of the evening gives Fort Payne an even bigger lead. 23 to 7. And Alex will try to tack on that 24th point. 5.51 to go. First half. Richie hit it right on the head talking about this defense from Scottsboro being on the field pretty much the entire game outside of Scottsboro's first drive. They've only had two two offensive possessions, and the second was a three and out. Other than that, Fort Payne's had the ball the entire football nope. game. Good snap, good hold, and good kick. With 5.51 to go here in the first half, Fort Payne's 24, Scottsboro 7. Well, so far everything going good for the Cats. Couldn't plan it any better. And a big old Fort Payne crowd's real appreciative of this effort Fort Payne's putting through. It's super, it, you know, amazing to me how, how much it loosens that box up with just a one pass. You know, cash goes out. Beautiful pass by J.D. We have the big pickup. You got, you got them thinking, don't let them get behind me, don't let them get behind me, and then they come right back in and give to uh, Hunter. And Hunter's got just tons of room. And, you know, if if you go back to back to Hunter, it just seems like they, they get so locked in. I think the defense is so locked in on his size and how big he is, they're sucked in. And I think that's why the pass is available so much right after, uh, you know, you give to Hunter on something like that. But just a good mix of plays by Coach Elmore and his staff on that particular possession. So Alex again to kick the ball off from the 20. He'll drive this one deep. This one's got a chance. That comes up a little short. No field goal on this one. Well, it was just wide right, actually. Might have had the distance. So they'll bring it out to the 20-yard line, where it'll be first and 10 for Scottsboro. So, yep, a good first half so far for the Fort Payne Wildcats. And let's see, the defense is, uh, shouldn't be very tired. They've got to sit over in the tent quite a bit. Manning with Bradford in the backfield beside him. Going to keep, going to go to the pitch to the left. They're going to force him to keep it. And they're going to, okay. is he fumbled it? Looked like the ball might have been out. I don't see any white marker that he did fumble, but he's going to, Lose a yard maybe on the cat play. Now, Fort, well, I don't know what they did, Brett, but Fort Payne's really playing that option and forcing them to keep it and not giving them any room. They really did, and Fort Payne's doing a good job, again, just staying at home. But I, it looked like they had somebody maybe went the wrong direction that time or the quarterback had a little mix-up, but uh, uh, nevertheless, Fort Payne defended that well. You know, we talk about these two teams. I look out there on the field and talk about 5A back in the 80s and 90s, what have you. Uh, these two teams, a lot of times, Roger, and you were here probably calling the games, decided that area championship. You know, You're that, right. That. A loss of two, second down in 12. Again, quarterback running to the left side again on the keeper, and he's going to be knocked out of bounds. And if he didn't lose another yard or two, he didn't gain any for sure. I, I do know one thing about the history of Fort Payne. I, I was not here, but uh, I think Daryl Prater carried it 746 times one night over here. Yes. Yeah. School record, state record. I don't know how many times he carried it, but he oh, did. He I carried it like 50 night. times. He was uh, unbelievable. And now, you know, now you see his son out there. 
play and then time marches on. So no gain on that play again. It'll be third down now in 12, second time in a row that Scottsboro has been forced in third and long after their initial drive went for a touchdown. So let's see if Manning will have to put the ball in there this time. You have dropped straight back looking, goes across the middle, has a receiver there, Fort Payne makes the tackle, and he makes it short of the first down, though. Ooh, they're going to give him a great spot over that far side, Roger. They're going to give him a spot right on the 30-yard oh, line. Man. It's going to be good for a first down. Man, they really gave him a spot. It looked like he was well short of the first down. I don't think he ever made it to the 30-yard line, but no. they're going to they're give it to him. It's going to be first down and 10 for the Scottsboro. Oh, well, I guess they're, that pass, uh, pass completion paid off for them, giving them the first down. So, ball, as Scott says, at the 30-yard line, they're on 30. As they get set, and Manning has the ball tipped up in there, and he still caught it over there, I think. It's kind of hard to see. The players are blending into the sideline over there with all the players standing on the sideline, and it's hard to tell. It looks like even after it was tapped, it was a completed pass for no gain. Yeah, we definitely had a blitz on that side, and the, uh, he, he gets a hand on it, and you think he's knocked it down enough to pick it up, but... Uh, when it's on that sideline, it's hard to, hard to see what the play. Well, they gave him, according to the yard, down marker, he gained about a yard, but the clock's been stopped. So second down and nine to go from the 31. Jim wants to pitch the ball. He's going to be tackled for a loss. Let's see. Was that Prater that got him? I believe yeah, it was. It was on the 34. Prater chased him from that far sideline, got in that backfield, and brought him down before he could rid himself of the football. A loss of about three, third down and 12 again. Last time they had a third and 12 and completed a pass for the first down. You know, that quarterback comes down the line, and if you got a defender that, you know, whether it be the tight end or whoever, linebacker, mirrors him down and stretches that out, it makes it – it plays havoc on being productive with that, with that option because you just do not have the option. Fort Payne shifts on defense, shifts once again. And Manning will take the snap, drops back, looking for somebody, going to throw down the field. Has a receiver out there, and he makes the grab. Breaks the tackle. He's at the 30, the 20, the 15. He's going to go. Touchdown. Is there a flag anywhere? Do not see one. Yes, there is. There is a flag, I believe, laying at the court of the quarterback. Was he hit late? Or was there a hold? But there is a flag on the play. Yeah, personal. personal foul. Yeah. Declined, obviously, so a touchdown. Well. Talking about hitting somebody in stride. Yeah. I mean, he never slowed down. I mean, when he called it, he actually had two guys in his hip pocket, but he was in so, – I mean, the, the pass was so perfect, he never broke stride. So, it's hard, very hard to defend that. But uh, a lot of speed there. 69-yard touchdown pass. I didn't think it had a chance to be complete when he had it lofted in the air. Did a good job by that receiver getting under it. And like you said, he never slowed down. So, Scottsboro will try to tack on the extra point. As the referee still chugging his way down to get in on the action. Now we're set to roll. High 
High snap. Kick is up. The kick is good. So with 2.34 to go here in the half, Scottsboro answers back with a 69-yard strike of their own, and now they've cut the lead to 24-14, Fort Payne. You know, after that first or second drive, Roger, after both of them, I had made the decision that, that they were not a throwing team and, and likely could not throw. Right. Uh, they were really good at the run, but uh, we just saw it probably as pretty, pass, pretty as a pass as you can throw, just a beautiful throw and catch by Scottsboro to uh, catch Fort Payne a little off guard. And a lot of good pressure. It's not yeah. like he had – I mean, the, the guy throws it under pressure. Uh, a lot of pressure and uh, still able to complete the pass for a touchdown. And it really wasn't like that, that there was not coverage there either. Right. He just put it in the perfect spot. Dude. And uh, cut it to 10, 24-14, 234 to go here in the first half. And what's turning out to be a fun game, back and forth game. That uh, onside kick and touchdown's big now without that. Uh, mm -hmm. yep. <laughs> we only got that three-point lead again. So they'll set it off, and after the personal foul penalty against Fort Payne, they'll kick it off from the Fort Payne 45-yard line. Wouldn't be a bad time for them to try an onside kick. Yeah, let's see if they know. go with that same pooch kick or try to kick it deep this time, Roger, and they like to kick it deep. Yep. In two and out of the end zone, bring it out to the 20. We're to be first and 10 for Fort Payne. With Richard think with 2.34 to go before half Fort Payne, plenty of time to get some more points. I know you can really see that scoreboard down there. Yeah, and too, <laughs> yes, that's a good point, Roger. But then, you know, coach's side of the ball, you know, you want to try to protect it in there and not give Scottsboro opportunity to get get another quick score. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see what these play calls are by Coach Elmore. Well, you know, so far this season, uh, I don't think we've been content very often to sit on the ball. No, we so, haven't. No. So I, I think we're going to try to score. Hunter again gets it. You can see an opening there in front of him from here. A real good view that time. They close in pretty quickly. And he picks up three. It'll be second down and seven. I think if we can figure out a way to power it out to a 40, 45-yard line, he'll probably, you know, the play calls will probably loosen up a little bit just to give us a little bit of room. J.D. again wants to put it in there. Goes to the far sideline. The receiver's out there. Going to adjust on it. Makes the grab. That's Cam. Breaks through. He's at the 40. The 30-yard line. The 20-yard line. Breaks another tackle at the 15. He's going in. Touchdown, Cam Thomas. Land. Cam is having a career, isn't he? Cam's starting to show out. <laughs> yeah, and it goes back to what Coach Elmore said to I mean, or said earlier, uh, you know, you catch Cam out there one-on-one, -on -one, they're going to look for him, and uh, he's been opened about every time tonight. And again, J.D., I don't know if the ball's slipping out of his hands, a little bit of moisture or something on it, but again, that ball comes up just a little bit short. Cam comes back to it and does a great job being able to keep his balance and not falling down because the defender was right there on top right. of him. And then uh, once he was able to break free, there wasn't anybody that was going to catch him. He sidestepped several guys. I, I hadn't seen that move from Cam. Cam's usually pretty straight up, but uh, he's had some really good moves to free himself for big yardage. Alex will try to put it on Fort Payne's 30 for first point of the game. Low snap. Hold is there, though, and so is the kick. So with 1.57 to go now before halftime, it's Fort Payne up 31-14, to 14, and 
Scottsboro got time before the half to put a few more points up. Hey, so much for waiting to get to the 40 or 45-yard line to, to <laughs> let, put the gas down. Coach Elmore just, uh, he, like you said, he, he sees that one-on-one out there. And, uh, again, Cam, you know, Cam makes a good adjustment in the first or uh, at the beginning of the second quarter, maybe the end of the first quarter, makes a good adjustment when the, we had the penalty there. Right. And uh, basically the same play, just a little bit underthrown, but really good adjustment and then uh, a good move to free himself for the touchdown. I mean, that was just beautiful the way he adjusted on that ball. It just just got to give that to Cam. Well, if you like points, this is a this is a place to be. 31 to 14 with just under two minutes to go here in the first half. Fort Payne up. Now, this is one of these uh, big 12 shootouts. Remember when they first started, you know, mm -hmm. for years as a yeah. defense, defense, then everybody started scoring 50 points. This is kind of like that. So Alex is set, and he'll approach and kick it deep. And Scottsboro have it now at their own 20-yard line. They got a minute 57 to work with here before half. And a big crowd here from Fort Payne enjoying the crisp fall night here in Scottsboro. Scottsboro's had a few more people to come in, I think, so their crowd's gotten better. So here we go with Manning and Branford in the backfield. Manning's a quarterback. Also back there is number five, Gavin McCrary. They're going to take it, going to hand on a sweep to the near side, and picking his way through for a few yards is Branford. He's going to pick up about three. It'll be second down now in seven. And Scottsboro trying to move quickly. Let's see if they try to strike in a hurry. Their last long pass went 69 yards and for a touchdown. Runner in motion going to the far side is Dupree. They're going to hand it off to Dupree on the sweep left. He's going to get across the 30-yard line, and that looks like it'll be a first down. Fort Payne don't mind giving them six, seven yards of play here with the clock running down to 114. You know, this, this first half's been pretty much penalty. There hasn't been a whole lot of penalties, has there? That's Just good, too. It's been clean. Just that one penalty that got declined, and uh, yeah. they will call. Again, they're going to hand off to Branford. Branford slots to the left side. Fort Payne was waiting on him, and I believe he may have got out of bounds. No, he didn't. The clock still runs 45 seconds to go before half, and I think that right there will probably let Scottsboro take any ideas away from Scottsboro trying to pull anything out here before the end of the first half. They're not in a hurry now as they come back to the line of scrimmage. We're inside 30 seconds to go. Calum Dupree split to the near side. Everybody else in the backfield. Drops wants to go to him. Stops on the five-yard downfield. He makes a curl, boards the tackler. Going to have his first down, and he's folded backwards. Woo, if I got hit like that, uh, they'd have to get the pieces and pick them up. 
Ooh. Dupree got just bent backwards. Just folded up like an accordion, didn't he, Roger? <laughs> he sure did. There's only 9.3 seconds here before the half. And we've got a timeout on the field. Let's take a 30-second break. Fort Payne leads 31-14. As the weather gets colder, Fort Payne Footworks and Outdoors has you covered. We offer a wide selection of top name brands for the winter season, such as Patagonia, On, Barber, and many more. Shop for family, or maybe a little gift for yourself. We have something for her, him, and the kids. This winter season, shop Fort Payne Footworks and Outdoors. Shop local. Open seven days a week, located on Fort Payne Main Street. Hey. Well, we've got 9.3 seconds to go here before the half. Fort Payne's up 31 to 14. And Scottsboro took the timeout. And see if they try to do anything to put any more points on the board. A long way to go. Of course, we said they had a 69-yard strike for the touchdown, their last possession, which Fort Payne didn't take long to answer back as Cam Thomas, who really this has been the Cam Thomas show so far, made a great play for a touchdown. Manning will drop back, looks, throws a little slant to the sideline. They'll run out of bounds, and Fort Payne hit him out of bounds. Let's see if there's a flag. Nope. Thank goodness. Seven, only 7.7 .7 seconds now to go. Kind of looked like he was out of bounds when we made contact with him, but I, no flag. Ball now to Fort Payne, 47-yard line. And again, we're having a conversation between the officials. Not quite sure what they're talking about. It can't be the clock because only a, a second and a half went off. Maybe coach, that's what Coach Elmore may have been asking why no more time went off. So with 7.7 .7 seconds to go, Scottsboro to Fort Payne, 47. And there's a whistle. Now what? The players seem to not know what's going on. Offsides against Fort Payne. So move it down to the 42 yard line. Who moved? I, I didn't see anybody move. Did you? I guess they had to line up offsides. Well, you'd think they'd probably chunk it for the end zone on this play. Running the option left, finds an opening, cuts mm -hmm. in, fumbles. Nope, throws it out at the last minute. Bradford has it and can't get out of bounds, and they are going to let him have a timeout, I guess. It got out of bounds with .8 seconds to go. Boy, he let that one fly at the last second. What's the dangerous? It was da dangerous. dangerous pitch right there to uh, try to close out this half. So we have a timeout on the field. We'll be back in one minute. 
Friends, this is Andy White down here at Bobby Ledbetter's Twin City Used Cars in Fort Payne, Alabama. I uh, just want to tell everybody what a great inventory we have down here. We're looking forward to people coming down here and shopping with us. I've got any make or model you can think of. I've got Cadillac, I've got Mini Coopers, I've got Toyotas, I've got Nissans. I've just got a bunch of vehicles down here. Listen, if you need financing, I've got great financing up to 84 months through some of our banks. Got great interest rates going right now. And I just want to invite everybody down here to come see us at Twin City. We're located at 1015 Golf Avenue South in beautiful downtown Fort Payne, Alabama. You can shop us on the web at TwinCityUsedCars.com or just give us a call. 256-844-2210. Looking forward to seeing you guys down here. Well, after a .8, timeout comes with .8 seconds remaining, so Scottsboro is going to give it one more opportunity here before the half to put some more points up on the board. They have it at the Fort Payne 35-yard line. Manning will get the ball. He'll drop back, getting pressure, being flushed out, horn blows. He's going to throw it at the last minute, and it's incomplete, but time runs out. So at the half, Fort Payne leads Scottsboro 31 to 14. We'll be back in three minutes. The Times Journal, DeKalb County's oldest newspaper, strives to keep the community informed on government meetings, school activities, sports, civic clubs, events, and more. They publish three days a week and have a readership of over 18,000 people with each publication. They also produce the DeKalb Living Magazine, another popular Times Journal publication, and their website, timesjournal.com, is one of the most viewed sites in Northeast Alabama. The Times Journal is a huge local supporter of all our area. Owner Patrick Graham and publisher Trisha Dunn wish Fort Payne and DeKalb County teams a wonderful season. First Fidelity Bank has been serving our community since 1969. They are located in Fort Payne, Rainsville, and Eider. They offer fast, friendly, and easy service along with ATMs, mobile, and telephone banking. They also offer debit and credit cards. They understand that banking can be stressful and want to give you the help that you need, just like family. They're honored to be members of our community and wish all teams a good and safe season. First Fidelity Bank, the finest traditions of community banking. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. We are more than a hospital. We are a community. And we are there for you. Local care when you need it. For more information and specialties, visit DeKalbRegional.com.
As the weather gets colder, Fort Payne Footworks and Outdoors has you covered. We offer a wide selection of top name brands for the winter season, such as Patagonia, On, Barber, and many more. Shop for family, or maybe a little gift for yourself. We have something for her, him, and the kids. This winter season, shop Fort Payne Footworks and Outdoors. Shop local. Open seven days a week, located on Fort Payne Main Street. Hey friends, this is Andy White down here at Bobby Ledbetter's Twin City Used Cars in Fort Payne, Alabama. I uh, just want to tell everybody what a great inventory we have down here. We're looking forward to people coming down here and shopping with us. I've got any make or model you can think of. I've got Cadillac, I've got Mini Coopers, I've got Toyotas, I've got Nissans. I've just got a bunch of vehicles down here. Listen, if you need financing, i got great financing up to 84 months through some of our banks. Got great interest rates going right now. And I just want to invite everybody down here to come see us at Twin City. We're located at 1015 Golf Avenue South in beautiful downtown Fort Payne, Alabama. You can shop us on the web at TwinCityUsedCars.com or just give us a call. 256-844-2210. Looking forward to seeing you guys down here. The Times Journal, DeKalb County's oldest newspaper, strives to keep the community informed on government meetings, school activities, sports, civic clubs, events, and more. They publish three days a week and have a readership of over 18,000 people with each publication. They also produce the DeKalb Living Magazine, another popular Times Journal publication, and their website, timesjournal.com, is one of the most viewed sites in Northeast Alabama. The Times Journal is a huge local supporter of all our area. Owner Patrick Graham and publisher Tricia Dunn wish Fort Payne and DeKalb County teams a wonderful season. Well, Coach, not a whole lot of bad things you can say about that first half. Well, we got to stop them there on third and long. I was disappointed in that. It was a chance to, to maybe kind of put the game a little bit more out of reach. Uh, they get, convert two third and longs there to, to get back to 31 or 20, uh, uh, 24 to 14. But offensively proud of what we've done so far. We just got to keep doing it because, you know, they're still obviously explosive enough to, to keep scoring. Cam Thomas is having a career night so far. Yeah, we, we've said all week we're gonna, we're gonna, if they're going to play him single coverage, we're going to try to take advantage of it. And so we, we've tried to do it, and J.D. and Cam have uh, been able to execute. So we'll see if they continue to play him one-on-one. -on -one. If they do, we'll, we'll keep trying to find opportunities to give him the ball. Coach, in that first quarter, we talk about how hard it is to defend the Veer, and, and you know that as well as anybody. What, you know, initially we, it, it was like we couldn't stop him. Quarterback was doing a great job of cutting up field. And then all of a sudden we just started stopping. What, what, what did we do different? We overran it a lot the first drive. Just got, you know, kind of overran the thing. He cut it back. And that happens when you, you know, work it all week and, and you're so keyed up to stop it. And so we, we just overran it. And the, you know, second, second, third drives, we did a better job getting a guy on quarterback and pitch. And we got to keep doing that. I mean, number four is playing really well for them. And, and uh, like I said, 28 is their guys. So we got to be able to stop them on, on the offense and get the ball back right here. This first drive, I say it every week, this first drive is key. Getting a stop and coming back on offense uh, would be key right out of the gate. You know, they've had the refs have had several meetings at, at midfield and notice they've kind of stopped the game. Do you know what, what all that's about? Some of it's clock issues. Right? That, that's what we were upset right there for the half. They didn't run the clock, and so they got three plays in nine seconds, which we didn't think was possible. Neither did the officials, but they had to kind of go with what, 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 what happened. So uh, we've been having a little bit of clock issues up there, but I think they're trying to get that fixed. And finally, Coach, what motivated you for that onside kick? We saw it on film, thought it was there, and Alex does a great job on that, and, uh, you know, thought it was a good time to maybe try to steal it. You know, this game's about getting enough possession. They slowed the game down, and, and uh, we tried to steal a possession there, basically, and Alex did a great job, and we got one back. Thanks, Coach. Good Thanks. luck here in the second half. Well, Fort Payne does lead 31-14 to 14 as we're getting set for the second half kickoff. 
So far, a good game for Fort Payne. A lot of big plays, and uh, Fort Payne's just made more of them, of them than has Scottsboro. Exactly right, Roger. Brett, you hit it right on the head as far as that first possession Fort Payne had and said, talking about defense getting too much pressure and kind of overrunning the play, opened it up for Scottsboro. But after that, uh, Fort Payne's done a, done a great job yeah, they, stay, staying at home really straight. They the started out, out looking unstoppable, and they were. They were running it to a tee, but that's what we were just getting too far upfield. But uh, good job of Fort Payne. And, you know, I was – I was curious about what was going on because several times we see that out at midfield, yep. ref stopping the game, and, and 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 I noticed that Coach Elmore was getting frustrated with that, and that he cleared that up. That was a time time frame deal where uh, it, it was like they were gaining seconds on the clock. Yeah, I wonder. I mean, how did they run a whole play and it they gained yardage on it and still one and a half seconds right. was all it went off. So yeah, I, I can understand why he was questioning that. Well, Alex will set our tee the ball down at the 14-yard line and get set to get the second half started. And hopefully we'll just take up right where we left off. And he'll put a toe into it and kick this one deep and watch it sail over everyone's head into the end zone, and it'll be first and 10 from their Scottsboro 20-yard line. Scottsboro now going from our left to our right. Again, they're in their all-black uniforms, Fort Payne in the white and gold. And so far, the gold and whites winning the night. Quarterback again is Jacob Manning. Their big running back, Javarius Branford. And he said, seems like he's one of those things like he's been here for 100 years. They're going to start off with quarterback trying to run it right up the middle. He's hit head on by Fort Payne. Number 94 got in there real quickly. That was Heisman Brown. Didn't fool Heisman, did he? he he's the Heisman winner on that play, isn't he? Yeah, yes, he was. <laughs> he sure was. Again, Fort Payne, that defensive front's just standing everybody up, and uh, the quarterback don't have as many lanes to run in. You can see that. They're just standing them up, holding them, and not getting a lot of pressure upfield, but just a really good job and adjustment by the Wildcat defense. He picked up almost two yards on the play. So second down, we'll call it, or it is second down, we'll call it eight to go. Again, going to hand off Branford, because sit up the middle, has an opening. He's at the 30, being got dragged behind, down from behind, but he does pick up the first down out to the 34-yard line. Pick up a 12 yards. He got that 12 in a hurry. Looked like Fort Payne had it played really well. He just cut it up the middle. So first and 10, Scottsboro now from their own 33. Again, Manning wants to throw, overthrows everybody. Tried to hit number six, Calum Dupree out here on the, just a quick opener near the near sideline, but overthrew everybody. Good thing, because Fort Payne had good coverage. So second down now in 10. He didn't look very accurate on that pass, did he? Kind of hard to tell who he was throwing it to, wasn't it? Yeah, really. Branford again to the right side of Manning. Manning looks, wants to throw. Going to throw across the left side. A little squiggly ball, but it's caught for the first down. That was number 14 making the grab. See, don't have 14 on my two deep starters. 
his first reception of the game. And it's a good enough, as I said. Well, they're going to say it is a yard shy of the first down. Boy, it really didn't look like it. It was third down and one. Maybe we can get in the backfield and disrupt this one and force them to punt. Manning going to run right up the middle. He's going to have the first down as he slips through outside the 50. Down to the 45-yard line near the 40. He kept those legs a-churning, was able to find some opening and get all the way down to the Fort Payne 41-yard line. So Scottsboro with the drive started here to open up the second half. Scottsboro not, play selection is not as, uh, as wide open as it was in the first half. I think they're running what worked in the first half. They're running that little power play. It looks like a speed, a jet sweep to the side, and they're cutting it up uh, inside the tackle or behind the tackle, and it's been productive in that book type uh, misdirection trap, if you will. Again, wants to throw. He has a receiver. Curls back and avoids attacker. Ball came loose at the end, but it was out of bounds, I think. He would already been brought down before it got loose. But a good, decent pickup. Seven yards. So it'd be second down now and three. So after the pickup of seven. They'll be looking at a second down and three. Seth Williams made that stop on the far sideline for Fort Payne. Manning sends a runner in motion to the near side, going to hand it back off on the inside handoff. And a good run there by Brand Jarvarius Branford. He's going to pick up the first down again. And it'll have it down to the Fort Payne 24-yard line. That's a really good play, and it, it's, it's hard to defend. You know, when you're playing defense back there and your quarterback drops back and hands off to the tailback, even when they're meshing in the backfield, you're trying to figure out which one of them's got. These, they've got two backs, and they're crossing just like a cross, but they're crossing going dip, different directions. And as a, as a defender from the linebacker and the defense, it, that's hard to tell. I mean, it's got to put you on your heels for sure. Manny again looking for a receiver to the near side and overthrows number 14 again. You'll have to find his name, Scott. All of a sudden, they're going to him a lot. But anyway, that one was overthrown. Going to B.J. Harris, they keep looking forward. It's kind of on a quick slant that time. Second down now and 10 again from the 24. Fort Payne's 24-yard line. We're eight and a half, 8.50 to go. Third quarter, Fort Payne still leading 31 to 14. Manning drops back, looks, wants to go over the middle. Got a receiver wide open. It's 14. He makes the grab down inside the five-yard line. Down at the four. Well, he went to the outside, Brett, and just came back across the middle, and he was open. Yeah, and Scottsboro is in a situation where they've got to put some points on the board, so they're loosening the reins a little bit and uh, running a lot of uh, good, good protection there. And quarterback, again, has had, got a really good arm. First and goal from the three-yard line for Scottsboro. Manning again on keeper whistle is going to blow and stop the play. He walked right in, but Fort Payne led up on the sound of the whistle. So you'd think that would be a procedure against Scottsboro, and that it is. We'll move it back out to the eight-yard line where it'll still be first and goal. 
in Fort Payne's defense under a lot of pressure here. And like I said Scottsboro, just like Fort Payne, shown a whole lot of different ways they can get yardage. He's going to hand off right up the middle. Goes Branford. Touchdown from eight yards out. Javarius Branford. Well, Fort Payne shut everything down that was going to the outside, the quarterback runs and the uh, running back runs. Now they started going up the middle and having a little more success up the middle of the at the Fort Payne middle of the line. Yeah, Scott Spurs got several really good uh, key position players, good running backs, good receivers, and uh, they're very capable of driving the field. Extra point is no good. Low and off to the left, so with 8.02 to go here in the third quarter, Fort Payne up 31 to 20. Scottsboro uses that first minutes of the third quarter and puts points on the board. So the Cats will get their first opportunity in the second half. And I really don't look for us to slow down any. 31 to 20, 11 point lead now for Fort Payne. Fame will send receivers back deep. This time going back is Ricky Adame. He'll be back there. Along with maybe Caden Dubose on the far side. And they'll put a toe into it. Little Squibbler's going to take a hop. Fort Payne's Dubose, I think, fielded it. Dancing around, nowhere to go. He won't make it back to the 30-yard line where he was hit and knocked down rather rudely. I think that was Alex Akins. Was it Alex? That was uh, a little bit like playing shortstop. I mean, uh, that ball was it may have been Alex, actually. I, I believe 20. you're right. See, 24 was out there yeah, also. Yeah, they, they, they bunched up. I think Alex ended up with the ball, but that was yeah. that was just a good, jo good job of field, that ball. That uh, kick probably, what, chest high? Yeah. <clears throat> the other hand did off, and Hunter's going to break a tackle. Still spinning, breaks one more tackle before brought down at the 34-yard line. After all that, a four-yard gain. And he was hit early and often on that carry for just a four-yard gain. Fort Payne again quickly back at it. Second down, six yards to go. Gonna fake it to Hunter, rolling right, coming out of the backfield. 35 has it, he's a 40, 45, midfield. Crashes into him and gonna be brought down at the Scottsboro 46 yard line. That was Marcus Ledford. Did a little play action. Uh, J.D. just rolls out, uh, reverses out, action, just bootlegs out to the right, just play action. Marcus comes out there, nice throw and catch, and good run by Marcus. So Marcus still out there in the backfield along with Hunter Love. Let's see, did we have a flag on the play somewhere? We've got a little bit of a delay here for some reason. Nope, uh, just taking a while to place the ball down. They're going to mark it at the 49-yard line of Scottsboro. J.D. again going to hand it off to Hunter, and he's struggling. 
Well, he did a good job of holding on to the ball that time after a pickup of maybe one. They're going to get Darwin Camp in there and Adame in to the lineup. Now Adame's unsure if he's supposed to be there or not. Bledford comes out. Now Adame's settling in. We got both of our receivers, Burt and Big 82. Also split out. Mm. Fort Payne's going to move Adame. He's going to jump off. That'll cost us five. Now he's going to come out, and they're going to send in number six to replace him. Dame never was sure, sure the whole time whether he even should have been there or not. So they'll get Connor Cash in to replace him on that far side. That backs it up to the Fort Payne zone 47-yard line, where it's now second down and 14. J.D. looks, throws to the near side, has receiver, but it's off Sawyer's hands. Good defense that time by Scottsboro is number four. That was Branford, Javaris Bradford, Branford. He said he goes the whole distance himself. Don't seem to cause him uh, have any difficulty with the tiredness, does it? That's for sure. So third and 14 now, Scottsboro played this well. JD going across the middle, overthrows everybody. It's intercepted by that number 14. Going back with it, trying to return it. Giving ground, now he's at the 25, the 30, the 35, and a big crash over on that far sideline at the 35-yard line. Well, I don't know what happened to that pass. I, almost, J.D. looked like he was throwing in anticipation of the receiver being in a certain spot. I don't know if the receivers just did, ran, ran the wrong route or just pulled up short of the route, but... Anyway, it's going to be a turnover on about interception to Fort Payne. It's going to be first and 10 for Scottsboro here on the 35. Scottsboro with all the momentum now after scoring on their first position, now the turnover. And we have Fort Payne only with an 11-point lead with 6.20 to go here in the third quarter. Manning, he's going to hand to Branford. Branford getting up the steam, breaks a tackle, breaks another tackle, has the left sideline, and he's going to be deep into Fort Payne territory. Well, not deep, maybe, but he's going to get into Fort Payne territory. Down to the Fort Payne 45. 20-yard gain that time for Branford. And Scottsboro is not letting up now. You know, Scottsboro's got three, four, maybe five guys that are just really hard to bring down in open field. Yeah, you're right about that. And then Branford with that speed on top of it. So Fort Payne kind of on their heels now. This time the quarterback's going to keep it right up the middle, being patient. Going to pick up a couple of yards as he runs into the middle of the Fort Payne line after a short pickup. Said Fort Payne's pretty much put an end to that play, at least on the quarterback side of it. Pickup of two, second down and eight from the Fort Payne 43. Manning set. Running option left, going to put it back at the last second. 
not much room there. He's going to make it out to the 40-yard line, but that's about all as he got the ball off to number 26. Don't have him on my short roster either. What number is that, Roger? 26. So another third down and it's time in five from the Fort Payne 40-yard line. So a big play here by the Cat defense is needed desperately. Going to fake, going to hand off on the sweep left, breaking the tackle, then finally grabbed and brought down after maybe a half-yard gain. Fourth down. Number 47, Devin Wells come up in the linebacker position, doing a great job just uh, bringing him down there. If he doesn't, looks like he's going to pick up some, definitely get the first down, if not more yards than that. Did they stop him for no gain. Fourth and four. It looks Actually, it's close to fourth and five. Yeah. Scottsburg go for it kind of right there at the beginning of no man's land Roger where do you they don't have an alley uh, that's it <laughs> I think if we if this is us in the same position we'd be ready to send Alex out for a long one so here we go fourth down and four and they're gonna move Call, call timeout. a timeout. So with timeout on the field, it's 3.59 to go in the third quarter. Fort Payne up, 31-20, back in one minute. First Fidelity Bank has been serving our community since 1969. They are located in Fort Payne, Rainsville, and Eider. They offer fast, friendly, and easy service, along with ATMs, mobile, and telephone banking. They also offer debit and credit cards. They understand that banking can be stressful and want to give you the help that you need, just like family. They're honored to be members of our community and wish all teams a good and safe season. First Fidelity Bank, the finest traditions of community banking. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Well, the Wildcats of Scottsboro looking at a fourth down and four at the Fort Payne 39-yard line. And Manning still at quarterback. He will take the snap, going to run it, going to pitch out or fake it, and he's going to pick up that first down as he cuts it up the middle. Well, that time Fort Payne left him and went for that pitch guy, and Manning found an opening. They'd been stopping that. Yeah, they had been. you got to give Manning some credit there, Roger. He holds it and holds it and holds it. It looks like he's going to pitch it right at the last minute and does a great job faking the pitch and keeping it. And gets the defense to bite just enough and gives him an opening to run through. Down to the 30-yard line, now first and 10 for the Scottsboro Wildcats. Hmm, big opportunity there to get the ball back. That they made a good play. Manning, again, going to keep it. This time angles off to the right. Not a whole lot of room there, but he's going to get down to the 27-yard line, a gain of three. Be second down and seven. Second down and seven for Scottsboro. They're not in any hurry. 
And we're going inside three minutes here in the third quarter of play. Both receivers to the near side. Manning looks, wants to ride it off and hands it off and fakes it and kept it up the middle. He faked me off also, and then once again finds running room down near the goal line. Boy, I thought he'd given it off to that guy slanting off left, but he kept it and found a hole, and once again, Scottsboro's knocking on the door. Yeah, Manning, Manning does a really good job at, uh, at his position for sure. He, you know, he's, a lot of times he's just in the wildcat. He's getting that direct snap, and, mm -hmm. and uh, does, just fakes once, and then, like Scott said a while ago, he just – uh, makes you think he's going to pitch, and, and, and he cuts it up, and he's strong, and he's fast. He can run over, he can outrun you, but just a good player. Ball at the four-yard line is where they're going to mark it. Again, he's going to try to go left, hit, breaks a tackle, trying to get a little more room to run, but Fort Payne shuts him down then. I believe that was Manning again keeping. Down to the three-yard line, so a pickup of one. Second down now and go from the three. See if they stick with Manning again. Nope. Something got bungled up that time. They're going to be penalized five. Most of the line started moving, but the ball wasn't snapped. So that'll move it back to the eight-yard line, where it'll be second and goal. Fort Payne's defense with another opportunity to here to here to keep Scottsboro off the scoreboard. Manning again going to fake, then try to run with it as whistle sound and to stop the play once again. Let's see if we back them up another five. Nope, they're applauding. Fort Payne was offside, so we'll give them the five back. So second down and goal again from the three. See if we can have a play here without a penalty. High snap, Manning again follows blockers wide open. Touchdown, Scottsboro. He followed the block into Branford, went left and right into the end zone. And Scottsboro is on a roll here to start the second half. Now, Scottsboro's come out ready to play this second half. They've, they've shown us those signs of the first possession where they just kind of took charge offensively and they're stepping it up a little bit on defense. So Fort Payne's got their work cut out for them. Well, they can cut it to four points with this extra point. There's a flight, you know, that's the football. We've got a timeout on the field. So we'll be back in one minute, and Scottsboro will attempt the PAT. We are more than a hospital. 
We are a community. And we are there for you. Local care when you need it. For more information and specialties, visit DeKalbRegional.com. Scottsboro will now attempt the extra point. I thought there may be, and they are going for two. Try to cut it to a three-point game. That's why they use their timeout. Again, Manning, the quarterback, looks. Fakes left, runs up the middle, going to die for it. Did he make it? No good. So Fort Payne stops Manning and holds him to 26. So Fort Payne's up 31 to 26. Well, that's, that's a good call by them. You, th you know, they were trying to cut it to three, and, uh, hey, if you miss game. it, you know, it's still a one-possession game. That's it. Uh, so, anyway, for Payne, as we've said during the timeout, Scott, they're going to have to get the ball and go down the field and not only get some points but use the clock a little because our defense if, are like, is like Scottsboro's was the first half when they stayed on the field the whole time. Now, our, our defense has been out there the second half. Yeah, but after the almost entire third quarter, Roger, and uh, like you said, this is a big, big offensive possession for Fort Payne just to try to get back a little bit of momentum, answer the uh, 12 unanswered points from Scottsboro. And like you said, just to keep the defense off the field a little bit and get a breather. So the coaches under the tent over there have a lot of work to do on that defense, at least the way we've looked here in the second half. But now maybe we'll get the ball back and do a little control time, can clock control on our own, maybe can chew up this fourth quarter, which is only 51 seconds away. And again, they do that little squibble kick. It's going to be fielded at the 30-yard line, breaking a tackle and not getting much, but outside the 35 to the 37-yard line. We're to be first and 10 for Fort Payne. Well, that's one thing we've had good field position. You know, we've given it to them every time, at least on a kick on their 20. We've averaged getting the ball somewhere close to 40-yard line each, each possession. So here we go, Fort Payne bunched up in the middle. Motion runner, fake to him, going to hand to Hunter. Hunter driving forward. He should have a little bit of rest now after the way the defense has had to be out on the field. Hope Hunter's not slowly getting up, is he? Nope, that isn't Hunter, that's number 79. I think they were just all kind of tangled up. Gain of two. See who that was. It had a Eli Frazier, a little slow getting up. Now let's see if we're going to check on Eli. The trainer runs out on the field. Yep, they're going to check Eli out. Is he still out on the ground? Let's take a 30-second break.
Eli Frazier slowly coming out of the game. And he's the Fort Payne Wildcat center. So we're trying to get somebody ready quickly. And we're back out there. So after a two-yard gain, second down and eight. J.D. looking right. Can't find anybody. He's going to run. Throws it at the last minute. Has a receiver wow. open. Got the first down and had finally ran out of bounds. That was Cash over on the far side making the grab. Cash has had a couple of big catches for Fort Payne. Sure has, Roger. Again, Blaylock doing a great job getting flushed out of the pocket over to the far side and able to find Connor Cash under a lot of pressure. You know, notice something about J.D., and we hadn't talked about it a lot, but the longer it goes, it seems like he has really uh, got a lot of oomph behind those passes. He's just zipping them. Again, going to hand off. Runner breaks a tackle, and that's Love, of course, as it comes to the left side, and he's going to be right at a first down. And the way the officials is walking, he's going to have the first down at the 32-yard line of Scottsboro. Let's see how they mark it. It's always suspect, seemingly, tonight, whether it's the clock or the marking of the ball. Now they're all going to look at it and see. First down, Fort Payne. Start of the fourth quarter. And that's the end of the third quarter. Fort Payne leads 31 to 26. We'll be back in one minute. Hey friends, this is Andy White down here at Bobby Ledbetter's Twin City Used Cars in Fort Payne, Alabama. I uh, just want to tell everybody what a great inventory we have down here. We're looking forward to people coming down here and shopping with us. I've got any maker model you can think of. I've got Cadillac, I've got Mini Coopers, I've got Toyotas, I've got Nissan. Just got a bunch of vehicles down here. Listen, if you need financing, I got great financing up to 84 months through some of our banks. We've got great interest rates going right now. And I just want to invite everybody down here to come see us at Twin City. We're located at 1015 Golf Avenue South in beautiful downtown Fort Payne, Alabama. You can shop us on the web at TwinCityUsedCars.com or just give us a call. 256-844-2210. Looking forward to seeing you guys down here. Well, we're going to the start of the fourth quarter. Fort Payne's had their lead cut down. It's now 31 to 26. Only a five-point lead for the Fort Payne Wildcats. But we're on a drive and quickly we start. J.D. dumping it out of the backfield has Camp. He's at the 30, the 25, and down at the 23-yard line. And a flag comes in late. Think we're going to get 15 more. First time to go to Darwin Camp tonight. And the referee says personal foul against Scottsboro. So let's move her on down. Still having a lot of standing around and talking out there before marking off the penalty. Let's see what now finally here we go. Side the 15, down to the 12-yard line. Closer to the 11, actually, we'll call it the 11, just because we can. So first and 10 from the 11-yard line. Going to pitch back. And going to be tackled right at 10 after a yard pickup. That was Hunter Love. You don't see many pitchbacks to Hunter, do you? Usually he's getting them off the handoff. And 
So they pick up a yard, so first and or not second and nine now. From the 10, Ken Hunter lowers his head, pushes forward, nothing there. They were waiting on that one. So it's going to be third down. Still the ball laying right around the 10-yard line, so it's going to be third down and nine to go. I think fake to Hunter right here, just a little bootleg, that play action. We've been real productive with J.D. That gets us on the outskirt, outside. Cam goes in motion, going to loft it toward the corner end zone for Sawyer Burt, gets knocked down, and there's a flag. Well, Sawyer turned around, was waiting on it, and I guess the guy guarded Sawyer instead of the ball, and we're going to draw the flag. Well, was it not a flag? I didn't see one come out, Roger. But well, I, I swore I saw a flag come flying out. So I guess I was wrong on that probably in the first time. Well, sorry, give everybody at home hope. No flag. So we'll have a field goal. Alex will be in there. About a 28-yarder. Low snap, but the hole's there. The kick is up quickly, and the kick is good. So with 10.38 to go in the fourth quarter, now Fort Payne, 34, Scottsboro, 26. Well, I said we had to answer back with some points. I was hoping for a touchdown, but uh, that field goal gave us a decent lead again, an eight-point lead. Yeah, it was a good drive by Fort Payne, Roger. Like you said, it kind of stops the Scottsboro momentum. Fort, Fort Payne and answering those 12 unanswered points that uh, Scottsboro put up this half. Uh, it, was a, it was a good drive. Just kind of stalled out right there around the 10-yard line. But... Uh, Good time possession for Fort Payne. Give the defense a little bit of time to rest and uh, see if we can come get a good stop right here. Something we haven't done <laughs> this second half. Second half, the Scottsboro offense has kept uh, Fort Payne's defense on their toes. They've mixed it up really well. Of course, Manning doing a really good job running the option play, uh, you know, just holding as long as he can and just really delaying the pitch as long as he can. It's making the de defense commit before he's ready, ready to pitch or makes it easier for him to make his decision. As the horn sounds, we're ready to kick this one off. So Alex will have it at the 40, and he'll approach and put a toe into it. Again, he'll drive this one really, really deep. And this one might have been a field goal. Yeah, I believe we scored that. <laughs> oh, that's impressive. Yep. Went right through the uprights. <laughs> and it is, yep, yep, you can't beat that. So Scottsboro have it again on offense. Uh, maybe Fort Payne's defense, Brett, got a little bit of a rest during that. Yeah, and I don't know which was more important to us right now, Fort Payne resting defensively or Scottsboro's offense off the field. Because they were, you know, they were they were just in and out so quick. It was like they wasn't, it's kind of like setting the guy out on the bench for a few minutes and him losing his get up and go. But that offense has been really going for Scottsboro. This time Scottsboro's not going to get very much on this. For Payne defense, read it well. Branford. May have given him a yard. Yep, yep about a yard. So it'll be second down and nine. Mm -hmm. 
look for them to go back to Manning here pretty soon on that option. That's what worked for them so far this half. Manning gets it, looks, throws a little out to the right side. Throw was really low, but I believe they scooped it up, was able to get a hand underneath it for a completion. Not a lot pickup on that one. It brings it to a third down and about five to go for the Scottsboro first down. So another opportunity here with third and medium for the Cats, the Fort Payne Cats, to stop the Scottsboro momentum before they can get another drive going. Third down and five as Manning sends his team to the line. Receivers to the near side. Manning going to fake it and keep it again. And let's see, will he pick up a first? He's Nope, I think he's going to be a little shy of it. Well, they gave him another great spot no. right, on, right on the 30-yard line. Right man, it's a first. Yeah. yeah, man, talking about the spots they're getting. That's got to be frustrating. You, you think mm. you got him stopped short, and well, you look up, and they have gave him the line to gain. So another first down, first and 10 from their own 30-yard line, where just under nine minutes to go in the game. Fort Payne up 34-26. Drop back, wants to throw, wants to throw, being hesitant. There's a flag gonna come out. There's gonna be a hold on this near side, so whatever happens here doesn't really matter. There's going to be a hold. They was holding on the play when he had to pull the ball back in, couldn't get rid of it, and it forced somebody to hold to keep him from being tackled, I do believe. Waiting to get the signal from the referee. All right, now they're going to wave it off. Man, I know that, mm, mm, mm. I guess I didn't see the hold. Second down now, and about four. Got to learn to call, quit calling them before they happen. Going to ride it off to Branford again. He's got an open, got the sideline, down the middle, breaks the tackle. He's before it, paying 40. Down inside to the 35-yard line. Let's see where they're going to mark this, where he finally went out of bounds. They may give it to him all the way near the 30-yard line. Hope they're going to mark it on the 34-yard line. A big run by Branford. Yeah, Abbott barely gets a hand on him, or he's he's gone. Man, this is a back-and-forth battle here. Fortunately, Fort Payne's been able to keep the lead for most of the game. Ever since the opening drive of Scottsboro, but boy, it's back and forth. So first and ten from the Fort Payne 34-yard line. And again, got a little pressure, gets it off, throwing down the field, wide open, incomplete. Good job on defense out there in that secondary. That's number 19, Caden Holbrook. It is Caden. 
good job. You know, so many times on a play like that, you're going to see interference called. He did a great job of playing the ball and not the runner, the receiver. So second down and 10. Fort Payne really needing a stop here. And he forced them to a second and 10. Man going to keep going to run to the right side. Did a little bit of an opening there. He's going to get down near the 30-yard line. They're going to mark it back at the 32. Well, good. There a change. They didn't get the mark. They looked like he might have. Bring up a big third and seven. Yeah, about third and, third and eight. Yeah. A long eight. You're going to give him one on the carry. So third down and nine. They've done pretty good, though, on those third and long. It seems like every time they just get the yardage they need. They and need not. It take but a half a second to run it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's exactly right. You know, Scottsboro's going to be in two-down territory here anyway. Yeah. Manny again looking, wants to throw across the middle, does throw. Yeah. Receiver's open and makes the grab. Avoids the tackler, cutting to the outside, and thank goodness Fort Payne didn't give up on him and is able to bring him down. But after a big first down, That 29, they finally caught up to him and brought him down, Scott. I believe it was Roger Hayden. Was it Hayden Harrell? Yeah, I believe it was. Until you look back right here, I've always said never go for two unless you have to go have to go for two. And, you know, it puts uh, Scottsburg in a predicament here. If they go, go ahead and kick the extra point. While I go, it's a seven-point game. Now it's still an eight because they go for two. So first and ten again, quarterback keeper right up the middle, finds an opening, still driving down. He's going to get inside the five-yard line. Is that just debris there, or is that a flag? <laughs> Might be a that chick fil like wrapper. <laughs> yeah, I believe so. <laughs> well, it's going to be a first and goal. <laughs> debris. <laughs> <laughs> That's on the other. I know one more Turkeys word, friend. <laughs> have a timeout on the field. I do believe. Yep. Coming out nope, to they're coming out to measure, not a timeout. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. We've been here too long. Can they just cut us off, Roger? No, they may have. <laughs> Where's Mike Hale when you need him? Mike folds the computer up about right now. It? <laughs> well, I guess it was good for the first down, so first and goal from the one-yard line. Yeah, well, I guess they needed to measure that time. Getting to Manning with a long setback, and they'll move up alongside of him. Branford, Manning's going to keep it. He's going to drive. He's going to fall into the end zone. Touchdown, Scottsboro. Well, well, the, Brett was talking about the two points. 
I guess we'll see that again. I guess so. If you if you try it enough, you end up down by about four or five. But uh, yeah, and, and you know I don't I don't know how good their kicker is. I've seen him kick off a couple of times, and maybe their chances are a little bit better. But so they cut it to 34-32 with 5:35 to go here in the fourth quarter. So they're going to try to tie this up with a two-point conversion. And this second half has been all Scottsboro. Fort Payne only mustering a field goal. They're going to have to call a timeout. Scottsboro is. Scottsboro calls timeout. We'll be back for the two-point conversion in one minute. The Times-Journal, DeKalb County's oldest newspaper, strives to keep the community informed on government meetings, school activities, sports, civic clubs, events, and more. They publish three days a week and have a readership of over 18,000 people with each publication. They also produce the DeKalb Living Magazine, another popular Times-Journal publication, and their website, timesjournal.com, is one of the most viewed sites in Northeast Alabama. The Times-Journal is a huge local supporter of all our area. Owner Patrick Graham and publisher Tricia Dunn wish Fort Payne and DeKalb County teams a wonderful season. First Fidelity Bank has been serving our community since 1969. They are located in Fort Payne, Rainsville, and Eider. They offer fast, friendly, and easy service, along with ATMs, mobile, and telephone banking. They also offer debit and credit cards. They understand that banking can be stressful and want to give you the help that you need, just like family. Well, Scottsboro's trying to tie this game up with a two-point conversion. Fort Payne up 34 to 32. As Manning will have Branford set to his right. Runner goes in motion across behind him. Going to fake it. Quarterback's going to keep it. He's going to be in untouched. Tie game. You know, you can't say enough about, of course, there's some big holes knocked in up front, but this Manning kid is a really good running quarterback. And also, you add his strength. He's so above average with that because he's – He's got that kind of that Hunter Love uh, strength inside him. And he's, it's, I don't, I don't know that one guy's tackled him all night. Well, he's found a, quite a few openings that hadn't been anybody with a chance to even get a hand yeah, on it. Yeah, good patience. He's probably a really good football IQ. He just good patience in there, and like you said before, he just uh, uh, does a really good job of selling the fate, uh, the pitches. And again, he's just an excellent runner, and got a great arm. But yeah. in so many in so many cases, he, he didn't even need it. Yep. I mean, he's so good running. Well, we could just started the game here, couldn't we? With 5:35 to go, and it's all 34-34. Yep. Zero zero. Here we go. Been a, been a whole lot between the that first point and this one, hadn't yeah. there? So Scottsboro's really came from way behind to tie this one up. And, this second half, like I said, Fort Payne's only been able to muster a field goal. So something's got to change here. Maybe Cats can drain this clock and finish it off with some points as they'll dribble kick again. Mm. Better get on top of that baby. And let's see, did they fumble it? I'm trying to cover it. And does Scottsboro get it? Nope, Fort Payne got it back. Woo. All the Fort Payne crowd thought they had it, or the Scottsboro crowd. I believe that was number 43. Jacoby Foster gets it for Fort Payne. That's just uh -huh. been – that looks – 
little kick they've been kicking all night long, just kind of a little low-line drive that only stays in the air for maybe 10 yards and hits the ground. And um, it's been a tough one for Payne to field most of the night. I was holding my breath the whole time, hoping we'd come up with it. They're going to hand it to Hunter, and Hunter's going to go right and get back to the line of scrimmage, I believe, and that's it. They may give him a yard. We're going to have to... I think we're going to have to go back to the air. We've kind of gone away from that here lately. I think we're going to have to do something to loosen them up again at that line of scrimmage. Second down and nine, and they do that. Throw it out to 82. Cam has it. Trying to get away from a tackler. Struggling for the first, and he's still going to be about a yard and a half shy. That time a good job by the tackler holding and keeping him from getting to that first down marker. So it's going to be third down and one to go. Fort Payne quickly gets back to the line of scrimmage. Expect Hunter on this one. Going to turn, going to hand it to him, going to lower his head. No, he's not going to make it. They were expecting that too, and he's going to not pick up anything. It's going to be fourth in the yard. Still 428 to go in the game, but can you afford to give the ball back to Scottsboro? I think you got to go for it. <clears throat> Got to go to win this game. Here we go. Fourth and one. Scottsboro stops us here. We're in trouble. Will Payne will pull out of it. Look over to the sideline. 11, 10 seconds to go on the play clock. Going to get it. Going to hand it to Hunter. Hunter's going to have the first down. Spins inside the midfield down to the 49-yard line. Woo, that time Hunter kind of exploded through there. You're exactly right, Rod. Just a great run by Hunter Love. And I give, give Scott's person credit. They pretty much kept him in check all night. Just a great, powerful run when we needed out of Hunter Love right there. Woo. Talking about grit. Again, we're going to fake it. Hunter looks right on top of it. Gets ready to Cam. Cam on the sideline. Good tackle. Keeps him from going any further. But he's still down to the 42-yard line. A gain of seven. Super play call. We missed a little block out here on the outside edge but, uh, to free Cam up. But that's a really good play call. So second down and three after the gain of seven by from Cam. Fort Payne crowd getting the folks charged up. Again, this, oh, Laylock pulled it out from Hunter and kept it and it's going to lose some yards on that one. Back to the 44-yard line. A yeah. loss of two. You know, I would guess, Roger, that play would work too. You're, anytime you're faking to Hunter, you would think he'd free you up on that little bootleg back this side, but Scottsboro did a really good job of just staying at home. Third down, five, has Cam. He's got the first. They're going to drop him out off the sideline. Knoxville leads down inside the 35-yard line. Well, he, right now, J.D.'s getting rid of the ball quickly. He is yeah. again. As we talked about, our Coach Elmore mentioned in his pregame show, Rogers just one-on-one -on -one with Cam out here on the outside, and they haven't been able to stop him all night. Nope. First and 10 now from the 32-yard line of Stottsboro. We're all tied up. 34-34 with 2.49 to go here in regulation. Hunter has it, slants to the right, looking, cuts up the middle, nothing there. Gets maybe to the 30-yard line for a gain of two. There's the flag. They're going to be penalized for personal foul. At well after the play. <clears throat> Sometimes things are just dumb, you know? Now, what are they having such a long discussion over it for? 
They're going to try to say it was both players and offset them. I don't understand why we're having such a long. It was pretty clear cut from here, I thought. Scottsboro thought so, too. They were already moving back. Dead ball, personal foul, Scottsboro. Dead ball. Nope. That's it. I thought that was going to be a... <laughs> did you not, Scott? I thought it was going to be offset. I thought they were going to call it dead ball personal foul. Against I did. Plains he gave that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that definitely is not a move you'd want to make if you're a Scottsboro defender. That puts it all the way down to the 15-yard line, first and 10. 249 left in the football game. Now let's keep chewing a little more clock. We don't want to give them too much time as it winds at 240. J.D. with Hunter to his left. Takes the snap, going to hand off to Hunter. Cuts back right, spins, they have him by the ankle, and he's going to get down to the 11. Pick up a four. It'll be second down and six. you got to think, Rogers, getting that in time. Scottsboro's going to start taking some timeouts, you would think. Yeah, you'd think they'd have to save a little time. For hopefully Fort Payne can score, but still use a lot of that clock. By the time we get this, and we should be under two minutes, and we will be time this play's underway. Second down, six or seven. Clock down to seven. J.D. Waits hands to Hunter, back left, has an open. He's going to go all the way. Touchdown, Hunter Love. Boy, how he started right up, did a little cut back, juke yeah. step left, and it was wide open to the end zone. Probably the best block in the line we've seen on a run for him tonight. So Fort Payne retakes the lead with 140 to go in the game. And Alex, extra point, will give us a touchdown lead. Important point here. Good snap, good hole, kicks up quickly, and the kick is drilled. So with 140 to go in the game, it's Fort Payne 41, Scottsboro 34. Whew, a big drive by Fort Payne. Very solid drive too, Roger. Fort Payne mixing it up very well, going to Hunter Love some, and then JDD rolled him out and uh, finding Cam one-on-one -on -one out here on the outside a few times, and just a nice, very, very good drive. All kept alive on a uh, big fourth and one from Fort Payne's on what, 44, 45 yard line where Hunter Love busted yeah. through the line and picked up probably four or five yards to keep this drive alive. Britt, I don't know if you noticed or not, but it seemed to me that last drive's tempo was different than it had been the, the first part of that second half. We've yeah. kind of gone away from that quick tempo. Yeah, and, and there's a little bit more sense of urgency too. We felt like, you know, with what Scottsboro's done this second half, it was a do or die situation. So Alex puts it down at the 40-yard line. We've got to keep them out of the end zone for another minute and 40 seconds, and we'll take home the Top Cat Trophy, the 3-0 record in our region, and a 5-1 and one record for the season. As Alex puts a toe into it. And into the end zone, touchback, bring it to the 20. 
Now the shoe's on the other foot, isn't it? It is, Roger. It's going to be interesting with Scottsboro. We have not seen them throw it much all night, except it was only when they have to. Uh, they've had some success with it. But with a minute 40 to go, and I think they still have, what, all three timeouts left? Or no, they only have two timeouts. I know they took one. Uh, can you see on the scoreboard? Yeah, they have none, according to the scoreboard. No timeouts left. Yeah, scoreboard shows no timeouts remaining. That's right, Fort Payne with three, Scottsboro with zero. So, yeah. you know, you got to figure they're going to have to put it in the air. Yeah, you'd think so, because even though they can run the ball, I mean, that can take quite a while. They only have the 140, but here we go. Let's see if Manning will put it up. Manning with Branford to his right. He looks, wants to throw. Throws across the middle, has that receiver, and he drops it. Boy, have you ever seen a more classic made the grab than there's going to be a rough in the passer, I believe. Flag comes in late, and it looks like that could be the only thing rough in the passer. We don't need that. Scottsboro saw what happened when they drew a personal foul penalty, and it's hopefully Fort Payne ain't going to fall in that same trap. Dead ball, nope, it's against Fort Payne, but unsportsmanlike. Must have said something instead of a hit. Well, eh, that's just as bad, if not worse. Got to show discipline, dude. That brings it out all the way to the 35-yard line. And only two seconds, can you believe that? Only two seconds went off the clock during all that. Here we go, first and 10 from their own 35-yard line. Manning throws, has a receiver, and it's caught. Stopping for and get out of bounds, guys, and they do. Good job. They keep the clock running. You got to keep them in bounds. They've got to throw to those boundaries, you would think. Clock running, 115 to go in the game. Fort Payne up, 41-34. And again, drops back, being forced, throws again to that sideline. Again, it's caught and out of bounds. First down, Scottsboro. So they'll stop the clock briefly for, is it not a first? No, it's short. Third and about a football length, the way it looks. And the clock stopped on the out of bounds with 101. So third down and about a football length. Manning again drops back. Fort Payne trying to get pressure. They're going for the whole ball of wax down the right side. as receiver open and just threw. Did he catch it? What a grab. How did he come up with that ball? How did he come up with that ball? Just an unbelievable throw and catch, Roger. Like Fort Payne on the defense here, it was, it was yeah. in great, great position, and um, you know, just one place where Fort Payne defender couldn't get to it. Just an unbelievable catch. His fingertip catch, oh, basket yeah, catch, yeah. is just unreal. It looked like he caught it down by his knees. Yeah. Clock still not running. I guess it'll start on the snap. Now it runs. Quarterback's going to keep it. Going to cut up the middle. Going to be stopped. Is Manning. You see the ball where it's laid as the clock runs, where they put the ball, place the ball. Fort Payne calls the timeout, I guess. Yeah, the player down, too. I think nope, that may be it's for the player down. Yeah, Fort Payne didn't call the timeout. Player down, so the clock will stop. Man, with 36 seconds to go in the game, and they're on the 
It shows the eight, but they're not on the eight-yard line. They're on about the – looks like the three. Can you see exactly where the ball is at? Yeah, I think you're right, Roger. I think they're about the three, maybe just yeah. inside it. Yeah, the scoreboard says yeah, – now they changed it to the three. So the crowd's growing silent here with the entry on the field. Scottsboro player down on the far side. Now they're helping him up. That's, is that the quarterback? Is that the quarterback that's down? I believe that's the quarterback that's down. Yeah, if it's 28, that's the quarterback, Manning. Well, you know, I, I can see them putting Bradford, Branford back there now, getting the direct snaps and, and putting it in Branford's hands with Manning being out. But they're going to bring in number five, one of the, line, one of the linebackers. That another wide receiver, Gavin McCurry, will be your quarterback for Scottsboro. So here we go. Second and goal from the three. He's going to run it right up the middle. Fort Payne's there on top of him. Nothing there. If anything, he lost a half a yard. Clock's sure. running 24 seconds to go. Scottsboro cannot stop it. Be the last play of the game. Yeah, this should do it as they're hurrying up there with 15 seconds to go. Going to hand it off. Branford's going to try to go to the right side. Fort Payne had him at the ankle. Hits him. Is he in? No, they stop him short. They stop him short. I hadn't seen a signal. And there goes the clock. Game's going to end at the one-yard line. Fort Payne wins. Whoa, they bring Branford down right at the one-yard line. Time runs out, and Fort Payne wins. Oh, that goes to show you how valuable timeouts could have been. So Fort Payne, although the officials are still on the field, they hadn't left the field. Now they're leaving the field. Fort Payne's going to win this one 41 to 34 as time ran out on Scottsboro. So a heartbreaking loss for the Scottsboro Wildcats and the crowds over there booing, but hey, they tackled him. He was short of the goal. They had no timeouts. Fort Payne wins. Not sure what happened to Manning over on that far side. I, did, I didn't see if he got tangled up. It looked like, of course, it was an ankle or a knee, but uh, that definitely hampered them on scoring because he was uh, most likely their best back. Well, Scottsboro's getting off the field quick. They're heading into that field house on the left end their side of the Trammell Stadium. They're getting out of here in a hurry. And Fort Payne, I guess they don't want to witness the Top Cat Trophy being hoisted by the Fort Payne Wildcats. And what a game, guys. I mean, <laughs> a little of everything. Yeah, really unbelievable. Really the tale of two halves, Roger. Fort Payne dominated the first half. And in the uh, second half, Scottsboro pretty much dominated. And uh, Fort Payne has really struggled on defense to come up with an answer uh, with Manning at running back, running that read option, and uh, just really struggled with it. And I guess really the only big stop, only stop we had out of half was right there at the goal line, which was the most important one to give Fort Payne the victory. Yeah, they had it first and goal from, what, the three-yard yard line. line? And, uh, what, they had three cracks at it. And of course, that Manning being out really was a hard, tough blow for Scottsboro. Most definitely, Roger, especially, like you said, they've got it. 
was the second, second, third down from the three-yard line when I guess it was third down and, and three when Manning went out, and we couldn't tell if it was a knee injury or an ankle injury. But you got to think if he was still in the game, they're going to give it to him, and uh, he would be the one to carry it in. But again, give a lot of credit to this Fort Payne defense right there, backs against the wall, time running out, and uh, crowd really gets in this football game. They come up with a tremendous stop to end this football game. Well, it sure was a good one. That's going to go down as a another classic Fort Payne Scottsboro game. Thankfully, we're on the come out on the winning side of it as the Alma Mater is played, and the Cats are excited, and so is this Wildcat crowd, and they followed them and supported them, and I think they played a big part in keeping them in this game. Wilkie get the, uh, I'm sure it got to be a joyous Coach Elmore will work his way over to Webb in a few minutes, and we'll get his comments on the game. Got a whole lot to talk about, you'd think. Well, it was a little interesting, too, at the end of that football game. I don't know if I've seen this happen, but Scottsboro players stand around talking to the officials most of the time in a game like that when they rule it no touchdown, the officials take off running to the locker yeah. room, and uh, they stood out there amongst the Scottsboro players talking with them, which was, I thought, extremely odd. Well, it was. I mean, yeah, I, I agree. I don't know why they were, uh, the officials were hanging around. I mean, of course, we can't some see here. I mean, was he near the goal line or how far was he short? I mean, it was hard to tell from here. Very hard to tell. So there may have been some kind of doubt, uh, you know, whether he made it in or not. But uh, I was surprised when they didn't do the direct snap to Branford from the get-go when they got down there. And instead went to that guy just basically off the bench, although he had been playing defense. So coach is out there addressing the team now. And like I said, as soon as he gets through with that, we'll talk to him. But the Cats take a big 41-34 to 34 win over the Scottsboro Wildcats and take a 3-0 record in the region and a 5-1 record overall. Roger, Fort Payne, or, uh, Fort Payne in the second half, I think we only had three at the most, four possessions. One like yeah. the I don't think the offense played, played bad. We scored on two of, two of three or two of, two of four possessions. Uh, Scottsburg just dominated the time, time of possession. And like Coach Moore said at halftime, they like to dominate uh, or really really slow down the football game, and they're able to do that with the running game. Yeah, you're right. Well, you know, we only had that one field goal to the very last Fort Payne drive right, when we were it. able to go back into the lead. So, uh, you know, Scottsburg did dominate that whole second half. I think we only had one punt this entire football game. I believe you're correct. Yeah, I think I Scott, Scott's part of the first half was the only punt we saw. Here comes Coach over, and Webb will get him all mic'd up here, and we'll uh, see what he has to say. Got to be an excited, excited coach. Hey, Coach. Hey. That was one heck of a game. Well, who's here tonight? Scott and Britt here tonight? <laughs> We're all here. Well, somebody said to me I wasn't paying attention the first half, so we wanted to make it a little more entertaining. Uh, I, that's not how we drew it up, for sure, but um, we found a way, so very proud of our kids. That was a crazy second half, uh, you know, for a team that we felt like we could stop them, and we could not stop them at all tonight. And uh, you give them a lot of credit. Uh, we could not slow down Manning, and really, I guess the difference in the game, I hate it for him. The difference in the game is probably him getting hurt down there at the end. I mean, I hate that for him, but what a good kid and what a, what a great player. Um, but, you know, if he doesn't get hurt there, I'm, I'm afraid we don't stop him. And, and I was betting they were going for two. That's what I would done if I was them because we were having a hard time stopping him. But, you know, regardless, we found a way, and, uh, you know, 
never really stopped us on offense, stopped ourselves the second half a couple times. Uh, but like I said, just, you know, uh, found a way to make one play there at the end to win the game. We were uh, kind of wondering why they didn't go there at the end to just a direct snap to Branford. Yeah, I guess probably one of the things they hadn't practiced it would be my guess. I mean, we got in a little bit of an issue. One of our mountain music, one of our short yardage people got hurt, and so that, that kind of messed us up a little bit on some short yardage stuff. But uh, uh, I'm, I'm assuming that's who they practice. And But like you said, Branford played great too. They, I'd say they, they played. That's the best game they've played. And we said that all week. We're going to get their best game, and we got it. Uh, you know, fortunate for us, we made just enough plays in the first half to get, to, you know, get a big enough lead to hold on. And Coach, you talked about uh, our defense having a hard time stopping them on offense. Of course, Manning doing a great job all night. Was that part of what led into choosing to go for it there on fourth and one from our own, what was it, 43, 44-yard line? Yeah, I mean, just didn't want to punt it back to them, like you said. I mean, I felt like right there, if we if we punt it back, I'm afraid they're going to go down and score. And, and I thought we could get it. I mean, I, and of course, if we don't get it, I'm an idiot. But uh, <laughs> uh, I was listening. I was trying to figure out what Britt would do there. And I think Britt would have gone for it, so I said I'd go for it. And uh, but you know, it, it worked out. It was definitely, it was definitely a, we, we, a big play in the game. But yeah, that was probably the main thing. And I was, I was afraid if we get back to him, we wouldn't stop him. Coach, you know, you're probably one of the few that has played in this game and coaching the game. So. Yeah. Uh, so congratulations on that. It was a great football game. Yeah, and I don't—I never played in one this exciting, that's for sure. But this one was exciting. I've seen a lot of exciting uh, Scottsboro games, Fort Payne games over here over the years. Uh, uh, this was similar. This was eerily similar to one of Dad's last years. I want to say we jumped out 28 nothing or something big on them, and, and they came back and beat us. Uh, we couldn't stop them in the second half. I got, I got an eerie feeling in that in the second half because we just, like I said, couldn't. I think we were trying on defense, but again, you got to give credit to the Manning kid and, and Branford. They, they played great, and uh, we just couldn't slow them down. Well, this game did nothing to uh, harm the lower of the Fort Payne Scottsboro series. No, I think that'll this will be talked about for a while, and you know, I'm sure it'll be uh, reviewed whether or not he got in. I think he was short for sure, but. Uh, you know, obviously, if I was on the other sideline, I'd be thinking he was in. But it looked like they had a, looked like the officials had a good look at it, and you know, to come down to, to basically a foot there at the end is is, uh, uh, is an exciting way to play this game. Well, coach, uh, another great win, and we'll look forward to homecoming next week when Southside will be coming into Wildcat Stadium. Yeah, and don't know how they did tonight, but this, that'll be another big one. And uh, you know, right now we're I think we're probably in the playoffs at this point, but uh, you know, now we're just playing for seating and. and uh, uh, next week would go a long way to, to probably uh, locking up a home playoff game. So we need to, we need to, we got some guys banged up tonight, which I'm concerned about. Uh, hopefully we can get them back uh, healthy quickly because uh, the guys we lost, we need. Uh, and we didn't lose them, they were just, they were hurting. So hopefully they'll get back quick and we'll be ready to go next Friday. Well, congratulations, Coach. Just right. another great win for the Wildcats. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Congratulations. Yeah. Well, guys, uh, a great game. We've said it over and over, and it come down to uh, about a foot. The way the coach talks down there on the at the end zone. Yeah, just a close play, just such a close play. And he made a good point, though. Manning, you know, he took over that second half, and and probably the second half was most likely the MVP of this game. And he gets hurt, uh, uh, unfortunately, gets hurt there on the last play for Scottsboro. But uh, uh, just just a super game on both sides. Fort Payne had a lot of re several reasons to the you know, sit back and watch them because Scottsboro came back with so much momentum. But, wow, what what a game we saw because we see Scottsboro take over and Fort Payne kind of takes the reins and then the momentum changes so many times. But what a great game. And, a uh, again, an example of, you know, how, how valuable a timeout just would have been in that situation. Yeah, so, so much. And, 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 like I said, you get and, – and, you know, Coach Elmore made a good point. Uh, a player like Manning going down that quick – 
and and you're trying to you have no timeouts and you're trying to run you know you're trying to run players in and come up with a, a whole new game plan basically uh, with with just seconds left in the game. Well, this for Brett Hass and Scott Weatherly, Roger Ingles, saying goodbye from a well, I guess a disappointed. If you're a home Wildcat fan, Scottsboro's Fort Payne takes a 41-34 to win. We'll talk to you guys again next week as we celebrate homecoming at Wildcat Stadium as the Southside Panthers come to town. Have a great evening, everybody, and go Cats!